guys. Hi. It's Ananda. And Mira. And welcome back to, to Fake, Fake Adulting. Adulting. Happy Thursday morning. I love Thursdays. I love Thursdays. You know They're why I love Thursdays? Day. Queenie Day. Queenie Day. And I know every Thursday Mira comes over early. We have some coffee, productive vibes, usually mm-hmm. record. And then we go to Queenie and Pro, which is always like just the highlight of my week, I yep. feel like. Yep. It is so fun. Yep. So about that, like since we started with that, hi Queenie and Pearl. We are so glad to be doing their story takeovers every Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you stay tuned for that. We showcase their new arrivals and those go quick. Mm-hmm. Like literally the day that we try them on, sometimes they are sold out by that night. Oh, usually. It's insane. But I absolutely just like love everything they own and I know we've said it a million and fifteen times. But like But they're like made for me. Yeah, like that's the only place we shop. I can wear an outfit and every single day I almost guarantee you something is from Queenie Pearl. Or the entire outfit is from Most likely it's the entire outfit. Yeah, for sure. But with that being said, Mira, how are you really? I'm a very mixed bag. I feel like I usually am. Mm-hmm. Um, especially lately. But I, like for the last couple of weeks, I've been like kind of struggling mental yeah. health wise. Um but I started this week. I've gotten up for every single sunrise with some of my friends, and it has been the highlight of my week. Yeah. Like, sure, it's painful to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, and, like, you wake up, and you're like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to move. But then once you get yourself out of bed and your blood starts moving, it is so worth it. Every single time, it's so I worth it. I believe that. Like, we play music, and we, we've gone to a different spot every day. I love that. So it's just, like, we just look at the sunrise, and we talk, and we just, like, sit there. And I start – so – Instead of what I got in this habit of doing was stay in bed until the last possible second and then get out of bed, get ready for work and go to whatever responsibility I have to go Mm -hmm. to. Whereas now the first thing I do in my day is spend time with people that I love and that I know love me. Yeah. And so I start my day with something so positive that like it's honestly so hard for me to have a bad day after that. Good. And like. I don't know. It's just been such a nice thing. We obviously cannot keep it up. Like, it's honestly really difficult. Yeah. But um, we decided we're going to do it once a week. That's going super forward. good. And I'm just, like, super excited about it. So. What's tomorrow's spot? We don't know yet. Okay. We don't know. We have to figure that out. We might go back to the first spot because it was so good. Where was it? It was uh, West Medicine Lake over by my house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... We might do that. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. I love that. Because you all live in that area anyway, too, right? Yeah. 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 For the most part, yeah. Cute. So. Sunrise mornings. That's really good, Mira. I'm I really love glad it. that you've committed to that every week. Yeah. Do you feel like you're going to bed earlier? Mm, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Like, I go to bed at the very latest. I go to bed at, like, 1130, which sure. is painful. That is terrible. That's But, like, last night I went to bed at... 10 30 and that was really nice good and then tonight i'm gonna go to bed really early yeah like last night i was in bed at nine and i probably closed my eyes at 11 mm-hmm. like but even just resting for two hours yeah, felt so good it was really good yeah so that's amazing and i'm feeling very blessed with those people right now good. because they just like too often i think i focus on the people that i lost or the people yeah. that i don't have or the people that make me upset and like I've started every single day this week with humans that make me so excited to be alive. Yeah. And feel so loved. And I just, I just, it's really awesome. I think that says a lot. Like, I've really tried to be, like, we've been talking about this, actually. So it's kind of funny that we're bringing this topic up right now is that, like, right now our circles are smaller Mm -hmm. but our circles are more meaningful Mm -hmm. like i'm seeing more of the same people weekly but those people are like my people Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's not like i'm spending time with people that don't really make me feel good or Mm -hmm. like conversations that are super surface level like i'm spending time with friends that are really good friends Mm -hmm. and we have a really good time and our memories stick Mm -hmm. we laugh we cry like it's just always a good time and I've been really thankful for that Mm -hmm. and this week I've been really trying to like cut out some more time for just myself Mm -hmm. like more time to be at home I feel like I'm never at home and I really love my home and it makes and I was think I was reflecting on this last night that like I feel super safe here Mm -hmm. and the minute I have to walk out the door I feel like I'm walking out into the wild you know like I'm walking out into real life and this is kind of like my shelter from reality yeah and 
it's good. It's good for me to have a place where I just feel like I can just live and mm-hmm. be and feel calm and I can recharge here. Like it's my space to recharge. That's and really good. I've really been trying to like make sure I'm spending more time like I wake up, I get out of bed really early every morning, which is great, but some days I want to just stay in bed till 10. Yeah. And I haven't been able to do that this week. I don't think I'll be able to do that this week, but I'm going to schedule some time next week for me to do that. Maybe yeah. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. I have the morning off. Do it. Absolutely. But We've got great. a long weekend ahead of us. Oh, we do. We, really we do. have a party weekend ahead of us. We do. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. I know she's not listening. We have a surprise party for our friend <laughs> on Saturday, and I'm so excited. So even though excited. I don't even think she likes surprises that much, so we're see- we're, we're going to see how it's going to go. Yeah. But it's cowgirl-themed, and I ordered an outfit, and I'm so ready for I'm it. I'm literally so excited. So my stay tuned for those pics. <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be so good. I'm going, like, Barbie cowgirl vibes. It's going to be so good. Very excited. How are you really? I'm I'm really good right now. I'm in a good place at work. I have been, like, trying to change, shift my mindset walking into my shift instead of being like, ugh, I can't believe I have to work today, and to, like, be something else, which is more like, oh, I'm excited, or this will be good, or the shift will go by quick, because mm-hmm. once I'm there, I'm there, and I just have to do it, and there's no mm-hmm. way to leave before it's done. You know what I mean? Like, right. you can't just leave a shift early, and tonight I work at Sandcastle, and I'm always the shift lead, so I can never leave a shift early. Like, right. I can never make an ex- like, I can never say I'm sick or I just threw up and leave because they need me. Right. So, it's definitely been a different position. And it's the same thing at my other job at Restoration Hardware because now I'm serving. So, you can't just leave the floor when you're serving. Like, you know, it, it was so much easier when I was an SA or a host to just kind of, like, evaporate or, like, do whatever I wanted. But now I, like, have real responsibilities at my job. Mm-hmm. And it's good to hold myself accountable and to, like, really follow through like I've been really trying to like not leave work until I know all the side work is done like mm-hmm. sometimes I know there's a like okay it's these little things you guys when I'm by myself like I see a dirty fork and I could scrub it extra hard or I could just put it away or I could fold it into the roll-up you know and mm-hmm. like sometimes I'd be like whatever and I'd just fold it into the roll-up but now I've been like no I'm gonna scrub it really hard I'm gonna clean it nice and if it doesn't work I'm gonna run it through dish again yeah. you know like I'm really trying to make sure I'm making those good choices because mm-hmm. even if I start small like that I know that it will ripple effect into my life yeah for sure um I'm in a really good spot in my relationship right now like which I think we all know, like, when you're dating somebody and you're fighting, like, everything just seems cloudy and blue. Mm-hmm. And when you're dating someone and it's good, everything just seems sunny. And I'm also trying to, like, um, make sure that I don't let that shift my view of the day so much so, you know? Like, yeah. trying to, like, make sure I find my own happiness in that. But, like, it definitely helps to come home to a happy partner. Right. You know, like, it definitely helps. Yeah. It definitely adds. So, Yesterday, we spent the day together, which was, like, the first day I've, like, spent with him probably in months, just because our work schedules have been opposite, and, like, I think it's funny, because we live together, so everyone's like, oh, you see each other all the time, but it's really not the case. Yeah. Like, I probably see my work people more than I see him sometimes, you know, depending on the week. Right. So, because also, like, he gets home late at night, and I'm sleeping, and then I have to wake up early and open, and he's sleeping. So it's just kind of, like, opposite schedules, but that makes me really thankful for a day like yesterday where we had got to spend, like, quality time together. Yeah. So I'm in a really good spot right now. I'm hoping to keep my energy up. Something I find is that by 3 p.m. I, like, can't do the day anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, like, over the day, and I'm, like, ugh, I'm ready for it to be the next day. I'm tired. I want to sleep. Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to, like, push through that, like, middle time where I'm just exhausted. Because I always get my second wind. It's kind of like I have two days. Is that weird? Like, two days in one day. Like, the morning's one part, and then I'm exhausted. And then if I push through, I can do the second part. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Good. We're at different places, but I think we're both vibing. Yeah. I think, yeah. I'm kind of struggling with, um... Like, lack of commitment from people in my life right now. Like, I'm just, like, at my wit's end with it all. I, like, look at my planner. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's literally every single hour is planned out of my life. it is. So, if I go out of my way to, like, schedule you in, it's so fucking aggravating. Yeah. Like, when we get canceled on. Yeah. Literally so aggravating. My mom does it to me so much lately and Um, i get did you guys ever get dinner no i'm sorry no and it's just like it's just so aggravating no it's really hard and like we have this friend that 
like, he always says he wants to hang out. Yeah. And then I make plans. And then he doesn't do it. And I never hear from him. Yeah. And I'm, like, texting, like, hey, what time? Yeah. Nothing. And it makes it, like, with this, I feel like I have to be, like, hey, how are you doing? Like, hey, are you good? Because I don't want him to feel, like, but, like, don't want him to feel not important. But it's, like, hey, if we're, like, reaching out to make these plans, it's because we care. It's because we want to. But at a certain point, it can't always be us. Right. And at a certain point, like, I'm just not going to do it anymore. Because it gets canceled every single time. Yeah. And we know that we don't need that energy. No. I hear that. Like, I'll plan things with other people. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's just annoying. Like, once it's highlighted in my planner, if it's highlighted in my planner. It's happening. It's happening. And And if not, you need to give her, like, 24 hours at least of notice. It's like an appointment. I actually view my plans with Mira as an appointment. I'm, like, 24 hours in advance at least. It literally is. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, so aggravating. I don't feel, I don't know. I'm just... I think, like, something that's important to keep in mind is, like, I always think about that, right? I'm like, why is this person canceling on me right now? Because I've definitely been the person that cancels. And it's, like, in that moment, I'm either... It's never because I just, like, don't want to. It's either because, like, something else comes up and it's hard to prioritize because it could be family or it could Mm -hmm. be work or it could honestly be, like, your own mental health, you know? And it's just, like, I found myself really hard to commit to other people right now. Like, I've gotten, like, lots of people, like wanting like in town like let's get coffee and i just can't commit to it my thing is i don't have an issue if it happens every once in a while but when it's every single time i get I'm sure like, i'm like i'm done sure like yeah that's valid and right now it's like every single time and it's like i am going out of my way to make time yeah. for people going yeah. out of my way to make people feel like i care about them and yeah. like move my busy ass schedule around for yeah you. yeah facts and then it's like it's every single time with some yeah. people right now. And I'm like, I That's really hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't live like that. Right. And then I also think, like, okay, I've had several times where people... <sighs> Granted, we have a very little podcast. Yeah, absolutely. But it's still very important to, to us. us. And... We know that the people who listen every single time really appreciate our podcast. And we know that, like, you guys... And we really appreciate you back. Right. And we know that you guys appreciate our content and appreciate the effort we put in. And, like, you'd much rather have an episode that is interesting and actually Mm -hmm. something you want to hear about than just, like, a half-assed episode. Exactly. So, Anand and I have to put in... Like, this is all a job. Like, this is a job to us. No, it's 100% a job to us. as work. Mm -hmm. And so, like... Are we together pretty often? Yeah. Yeah. But we're not hanging out. Mm-mm. Like, we're working together, We're working. Basically. Like, when we see each other, it's work. It's so not So, it doesn't play. even, like, feel like we're hanging out. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, she's my best friend, so it's hard, like, to not actually hang out, mm-hmm. you know? Like, it's mm-hmm. hard. And people don't understand that. Like, I've yeah. gotten people, like, mad at me because I'm, you're always with Ananda. Why can't you make time for me? <gasps> and I'm like, well... I'm not even, like, making time for Ananda. We're making time for our podcast. For our podcast. We're making time for our other job right, right. now is what and we're And it's, doing. like... And it just happens that we work together. Right. And it's kind of, like, feels like shit when people just, like, don't... Take it take seriously. Take it seriously because mm-hmm. it is something we're so passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, like, people make fun of it all the time mm-hmm. still. Yeah. And I'm, like... Like, I was just with some people... Like, some of the people I was with this morning, one of them, like, we were talking about Dear Men Part 1. Yeah. And he was mentioned in it and didn't even listen to it. And, like, we were, like, kind of make like, we were, like, and he was, like, joking about it and, like, making fun of it. And it's just, no. like, nope. I just. Here's the thing. I have friends that, like, make fun of something I'm wearing if they don't like it or make fun. Of... I've never been that person because it's, like. You know you're making fun of me, right? Like, even though it's you're so laughing shitty. and even though you're playful, like, we're not you're laughing hurting. together. We're not laughing together. You're legitimately laughing at me, and it doesn't make me feel good. Right. Like, I am laughing to get out of the com- to get out of the conversation because I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not laughing because I'm enjoying the fact that you're making fun of the shirt right. I just bought. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's how I feel about this podcast. Like, some people like will say the joke, like, "Well, how are you really?" And it's like, no, like that is a legit question that we ask because we care about it, and we're asking people, "How are they really?" And the people who enjoy our podcast love that. Thank you, as they should. Right. And it's true. It's like, yeah. And you know what was kind of funny is my mom, I texted her. I was like, how are you doing? And she, like, texted me a whole paragraph about how she was doing. And then at the end, she was like, how are you really? Mm-hmm. And she was like, see, I'm a fake adult too. And it was like, 
people who care to because we want you to use it of course use it but use it in a positive light don't use it to bring us down or other people down mm-hmm. because this is something that we legitimately care about like mm-hmm. do you know how it feels to care about something and to have somebody shit on it to have your best friends shit on it mm-hmm People that you care about almost more than the thing that you're creating. For them to be like, you know what? I actually don't care enough to listen. I actually don't care enough to like or comment. And I don't care. Or even follow our Instagram. At the very least. At the very least. And it's like, it's just just honestly hurtful that our own friends are like that. Yeah. And we know that if they if we were in their shoes, we would be supporting it so hard. We'd be pushing it. We'd be reposting it. Yep. And it's just kind of, like, hurtful that our friends aren't that way. And I think that we're talking about this because this is, like, something that we've been feeling for a really long time. And our point of this is to be real and is to be honest. And, like, we are human and this is something that is hurting our human feelings. And it's, like, almost hard to go on sometimes. Yeah, like, uh, this is what I think happens for us is that we hear all this negativity and then we're like, well, why? Like, why should we wake up why, early and put an effort right. for like, an episode that maybe people don't care about? Other things exactly. Going on. Yeah, it's really hard. But, but also, then we get the sweetest comments from like people who, who actually do take the time to listen. Yeah, and it's like okay, like I would. It much makes rather, it all worth it. It makes it all worth it. Like I really appreciate those listeners so very much. And another thing I was thinking about lately, um, so I've been trying to mend things with these friends that I've been talking about. For a while, long time, yeah. Multiple times. And I feel like I'm fighting an uphill battle sometimes. Yeah. And I just feel I've been feeling very small. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been feeling like a villain. Mm-hmm. Um, and with one of them, like, I've been trying so hard with mm-hmm. very little reciprocation and very little... And it's probably the, one of the most hurtful things for yeah. me that I've dealt with mm-hmm. um, from somebody that I love so yeah, much. so much. And not even in a romantic way. Like, like in a friendship in way. In a, like, like, family way. Yeah. Like, I would yeah. do anything for this person. Yeah. And I was saying that to myself. Like, I was crying in my car, as I always do. It's, like, the only mm-hmm. place I cry lately. Like, I'm glad that you have your car for that, like, though. I don't know what I'm going to do when my car dies. I don't know. Um, it's not going to die yet. It's literally so heartbreaking to think about something but anyways um so I'm like having my therapeutic moment driving in my car like I always do and then I was just like thinking like I would do anything for this person I would drop anything and I always have and then I was trying to think about times that they did that for me and it is very few and far between yeah and you know that doesn't make them a bad person Mm But then I just kind of came to the realization, why am I fighting so hard for somebody that I honestly don't even trust anymore? Yeah. I don't trust them with my, I don't trust them with my safe secrets. I don't trust here. them with my like person, like with yeah. me. I don't trust them not to hurt me. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of them now. Yeah. I feel like I'm begging at their feet constantly. Yeah. And that's just not a friendship. That's not a good no, feeling. No. And like, I was just thinking about like, I think there are mostly Enneagram twos if you're if you're a two Mm -hmm. I think you feel I think a lot of the time you fall into the situation where you put everybody 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 in your life above yourself yeah I think a lot of people do that but like honestly I do it to another extent absolutely to the point where it's damaging to me yeah like I think you're really good about you're selfless and you're always there for the people you love but what not when it's bad for your mental health and you're really good about setting those boundaries which I really admire about you thank you I'm terrible at that yeah. I don't have boundaries. And, like, then when I try to set boundaries, people aren't used to it. Mm-hmm. And then they get mad at me. Yeah. That's not fair. It's not fair. Yeah. And, like, what I appreciate about you is, like, you will always support me when I do that. And you will always, even if it's to you. Like, yeah. yesterday when I texted you, I was like, I need you to prioritize me. Like, prioritize time yeah. with me when you, it's available to you. I wasn't scared to do that. Yeah. Because I knew you would understand. Be like, Absolutely. Dude, of course. When I have the time, I will do it. Absolutely. Like, and I can just trust that about you. And then we were like, able to plan, like, a super fun weekend together. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, I appreciate that so much. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, I've fallen into this so many times where I realize, like... I need to take care of myself because mm-hmm. I don't do it, and then I'm a villain. Yeah. And I was just, like, thinking about all the things I've done for this person and all the times I've 
you know, canceled plans for them, dropped everything for them, stayed up all night for them, like, stayed up and then gone to work the next day to listen to them, to be there for them, pick up the phone no matter what, text them endlessly when they're struggling, like, support every fucking thing they, and then to have them unfollow my photography account, (gasps) my podcast. You're lying. No. Isn't that so hurtful? Like, that's basically them saying, like, I don't care about your hopes and dreams for your life. I don't care about you anymore. That's what that feels like. That is It feels that. so shitty. I cannot believe they unfollowed your photography account. Like, fake adulting is one thing because I know they don't like me because I kind of get myself <laughs> involved. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, literally. If Wait, anybody, your photography right? account? That it's, is who you are at your core, That's literally everything Mira. I want for myself. And to just, like feel like you just don't care about whether or not I succeed whether or not I get like I don't care I don't care what somebody's if if I don't know I I can't compare that you know like I just this is what I get into I compare what I would do to everybody else and it's like that's unfair to them yeah and myself because then I get myself hurt yeah like I am the friend that plans elaborate parties I am the friend that Mm -hmm. stays up all night and then goes to work the next day and Mira is the friend that you are lucky if you have Oh, that's all I got to say. But that doesn't mean that I'm better than anybody else. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that other people's versions of how they care isn't a good way to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's just sometimes you have to come to the realization that you're putting in too much effort to someone who just won't put in effort for you. Mm-hmm. And that's not the kind of person you should be putting that effort into. There's so many other people that you could be using that time and, like, energy for. Um, I just have to tell you this, Mira. So, a lot, like, throughout my, when we weren't friends... And this is something that my mom has said to me almost all of my life, but she's always like, Ananda, you are there for everyone. Who is there for you? And, like, all of my life, like, I've had to fight that question from her. I'll be like, you're there for me, Mom. And when I, was, wasn't fr- when I wasn't friends with Mira, I, like, couldn't answer that question. I, like, actually couldn't. And then now that we've been friends again, my mom still asks me if I'm struggling or if I'm at home, like, at my mom's house, like, crying in her arms. She's like, you're there for everyone who's there for you. And I'm, I know for a fact that I can count on Mira. And I say that to my mom. I'm like, Mira's there for me. If there, if all else fails, like, Mira is there for me more than my own boyfriend. And it's not a bad thing. It's just something that I know and something that I am so internally grateful for because I know that, like, if I'm falling, I know she's there to catch me. Like, without a doubt, without a doubt, I know you're there. Oh, Even man. if your leg is cut off, like, <laughs> you would crawl. You would crawl. Like... Seriously, Mira, and I know that it's hard because I wish that there was more people in the life to give you the love and support that you give to everybody else. It's not even that I, like, okay, like, when I, I definitely have those, like, moments where I'm, like, so angry at people in my life, and I'm, like, why don't you treat me the way I treat you? But that's just not fair to ask because... That's so big of you for saying, just so you know. It's just not fair to ask of people because... I know that I just literally don't have boundaries and that's what it comes down to and it's it's a good thing to have boundaries and it's a really it's a really good thing but that also doesn't mean that I need to keep people in my life or keep fighting for people who just make zero effort for me yeah you know like there's it's two separate things like obviously I can't get mad at people for being a dead horse at this point but the point is like I am just I was just really struggling with that yeah and it feels good to be able to be like okay you know what I need to set boundaries here and I need to be like you know what if you're not gonna make an effort then I'm done yeah I don't need to keep doing this I don't need no. to keep like no, thinking about it constantly because mm-hmm. I have you and I have yeah. my friend Izzy and I have Luke and I yeah. have Ty and I have yeah. Nikki and like my friend Jenny like yeah I have all these other people who go out Aj, of my way like right we're good Audrey, for it. like yeah I get so excited to see her like yeah. I have all these other people that make me feel so good about myself so why am I putting so much brain power mm-hmm. into people who don't mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to and kind of switching topics to what this episode was supposed to be about <laughs> After rambling for literally forever. Um, I've had a really hard few weeks. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of getting worse as it gets closer to Mm -hmm. the one-year date of my assault. Mm -hmm. And it's like... The point of this episode was going to be to talk about healing after abuse and assault. And how do you do that? And, like, kind of being there for you guys Mm -hmm. who have been through that. And to tell you that we're here for you and that it's really not a straight line journey. Mm-hmm. It is probably the rockiest thing you'll ever 
have to deal with. Absolutely. Have I been the best version of myself in this last year of my life? Fuck no. I think some days you have been, though. Thank you. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just think that you're glowing and thriving. Thank you. That doesn't mean that, like... And I have been. I've had amazing things happen. Yeah. You know, so many good things have come from this year. Like, my photography career is just booming right now. Yeah. It is really starting to pick up. Yep. Big adulting is turning so many corners. Like, we have so many Yeah, that's a really good way to put it. Thank you. Yes. I just, like, I know there's a lot of good, and, and I try to focus on it, but that doesn't mean I'm healed. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, I mean... I don't know anybody who's been through that that's fully healed. No. Nope. You, something that I can say about you, Mira, that I am learning from is that, like, you say, this is what I'm feeling. I am struggling with this trauma, and it's getting harder. What When it happened to me, I ignored it for a year. Like, like buried it for a year, and then it surfaced, and I did not know how to act for, yeah. like, two weeks. And then I buried it again. Mm-hmm. I never really worked through it. So I, until very recently, I ignored it. I, I mean, like, I knew it happened. Mm-hmm. Until very, very recently, I, and it's even still, honestly, I blame myself. If it was anybody else, I would never put that blame on them. Yeah. I know logically the only person at fault is the person who did that to me. Yeah. I know that logically. Yeah. But then I'm freaking out and I'm like really struggling and I'm like, God, you fucking idiot. Why did you invite him into your house? Mm-hmm. Why the hell did you get that drunk? It's not your fault. Why did you let your friends go to sleep? Why mm-hmm. did you tell people it was fine if they left? Why yeah. did you like, why did you not protect yourself? And I get so angry at myself. And then I just like, for a while, I went through this phase where I was telling myself that it was my fault and that it it wasn't what it was because I put it on myself. You can't do that. You know? And yeah. and then I was so angry at myself. And I took it out on everyone around me because I was so mad at myself. And what do you do when you're mad at yourself? Like, how do you fight with yourself, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. it comes out at everybody around you. And it's so ugly. And I will always regret that phase of my life. But I also know that it doesn't make me a bad person. No. Nope. Because, honestly, I have handled this so, so well. well. Yeah. The fact that I, like, get out of bed yeah. is insane. Yeah. Like, the fact that you have moments where you're not thinking about it and you can laugh and smile. Right. The fact that I can sleep alone now. The fact yeah. that I can actually fall asleep at night. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm fucking exhausted, but I have nights where I don't have nightmares. Yeah. And that is huge for me. Yeah. And that's, like, really all I can ask for right now. Yeah. I'm really struggling right now with it and feeling like I didn't heal enough in a year. It's been a year. Why am I not healed? But it's like, it's been a year. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's nothing. And it was the worst night of my life. I thought I, yeah, I thought I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. But you're here. You survived. Yeah. And you're whole. And you're still Mira. I think it's hard it's really hard to recognize yourself mm-hmm. and I think I'm a completely different person and I was telling one of my friends who has been only been friends with me since they they only know assaulted me sure it's the only version of me that they know wow and it's weird to think about but I also know that I but they still love you and you're still amazing to them and they still want to see you all the time it's just, like, interesting, the double standard that we hold for ourselves. Yeah. Because for anybody else, I'm like, it is not your fault. Mm-hmm. It's not your fault. Know. I think I also, for a while, was really mad at my friends. Yeah. Which isn't fair to them. Yeah. It's not fair, but it's, like, I think, honestly, what it was is I was so mad at myself, and I didn't know what to do about it. So then I was just you like, shifted I your shifted anger. my anger. And yeah. I put it into my friends. I was like, why the fuck did you go to sleep? Why yeah. did you let him stay? Yeah. Why didn't you notice what was happening? Yeah. Like, why didn't you see the look on my face? Why yeah. didn't you stop it? Why didn't you yeah. help? Why did you black out and fall asleep? Yeah. When there yeah. was a stranger in my house and I didn't yeah. know what to do about it. But some friend did say something to you about it, right? That they felt so guilty. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I, I, I don't hold it against anyone at this point in my life. Yeah. 
But I had a phase where I was just so angry at everything. So what, what are steps that we have taken that has helped us heal from our abusers? I'll start. Mm-hmm. This is, like, after my, like, six months of denial, I started talking to my friend who was with me at the time. And I was like, hey, I think, like, this is actually what that was. And... They listened, and they were open, and they hugged me while I cried, and I took some more time to, like, sit with it. I journaled about it, and this is not something that everybody needs to do. This is just something that I did that helped, is that I talked to my mom. Like, I went on a walk with her, and I told her, and it honestly kind of felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders because that's not something I ever want to put on my parents and, like, make them feel sad or hurt for me for because I can't imagine having my child tell me that I actually can't that I can't imagine Matea telling me that like the thought of that makes me sick to my stomach Mm -hmm. but I knew that I wasn't putting it on my mom I was just like I was talking to her because I needed her and we were able to like I think that that definitely helped a part of my healing was just having my mom know my dad doesn't know. That's not really something I ever want my dad to know. But it, my mom knows. And she's my mom. And I, after that first step, I was able to feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it. That, that feeling and that energy pushed into Dear Men Part 1. That was a very, very big step for us, or for me personally, in my journal, in my journal, in my journey, was talking to all of these women openly and freeing about it. Like, I think we're scared to say the word sometimes. I'm scared to say the word. I don't say it. I don't say it. But when I was, when we were able to speak about it so openly and so comfortably, because we were in a brave space together... That was huge for me. It was huge. That was when I started pushing myself to heal. And I think I realized the absolutely terrible habits that I've formed. And uh, the cycle I had created for myself. Once you realize you don't recognize yourself, mm-hmm. it's kind of one of the scariest things, at least for me. Mm-hmm. And I think hitting that point and realizing I have no boundaries... I don't say no to anybody about anything because I don't want them, you know, like, I... Yeah. It's hard. Like, I don't talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. It's funny because the only time I really talk about it is on the podcast. Yeah. There's something about saying it to this microphone and knowing that there's somebody out there who's going to listen and feel helped by it, mm-hmm. that helps me. Mm-hmm. After getting messages after Dear Men, that was the first time I've, like, spoken about it. That's how my mom found out. That's how, yeah. like, most people in my life found out. Yeah. It was easier to tell them that way. Yeah. Absolutely. There is not a single soul that knows the extent of what happened, and I'm not at a place where I'm ready to talk about it with anyone. Yeah. Like, my therapist doesn't even... I haven't voiced. Yeah. You haven't put it out there. You haven't said the words yet. And you don't have to say those words yet. I think that is going to be a major part of me healing, though. Mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet. Absolutely. And um, I think I've been really putting pressure on myself to be there, and I've been really putting pressure on myself to be more healed than I am. And I've had multiple people in my life make me feel like a failure because I'm not healed on their timeline. Nope. And I think what people need to understand... That is so wrong on so many levels. I think what people need to understand, especially if you've been through it, is like... There is no timeline. There's no No. right way to do it. There's no right way to heal. And most likely, you're going to go through a really ugly phase in your life. You're going to be an ugly version of yourself. And people aren't going to understand that. People aren't going to... They're still going to blame you. It doesn't... You know, like, you're not going to get grace, most likely. But guess what? You deserve it. You deserve it. You deserve to have grace with yourself, and you deserve to put those boundaries up. And I can't promise you, but I can very 
closely, loosely promise that time, more time will help heal and help. Time will help you look at yourself and one day see you mm-hmm. again. I think also... And you don't really know... Here's the thing. I feel like you don't really know when you're living your daily life, like, what are those little experiences that help you heal? But they happen, and they're there. Mm-hmm. And you feel them. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it's about reflecting after that helps you. That's why I love to reflect almost every night and, like, write in my journal, because I can reflect on my day. I can reflect on those little moments that made me just feel serotonin 100%. Mm-hmm. Those, like, little jokes and laughters that I just can't get over. Mm-hmm. And those are just those little moments just make me feel thankful that I'm still alive. I think, like you said, time, like, there's that saying, what, time heals most things mm-hmm. or whatever. Time helps. But for a while, I was just floating through life. I, I, I mean, what I think a lot of my friends don't know or understand is they're, they're all last summer, all last summer and mm-hmm. fall, it was just replaying in my head constantly. Yeah. Just constantly anxious, constantly thinking about it, like sleepwalking through life, basically expecting it to just heal itself. But you can't heal unless you decide you want to heal. Mm-hmm. You can't heal until you make this decision to start doing it. It doesn't just happen. It's not something that just happens to you. Um, which is unfortunate because the thing that causes it is something that just that happens just happens to you. To you. you it's so unfair, right? That you have mm-hmm. to put all the work in to heal after somebody did something to you that you couldn't even control. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone takes so much of you from yourself, and then just God. goes on with their life. Can't think. The reason why I feel like I can't think about it is because if I think about it too hard, I waited for eighteen freaking years of my life, and it was taken away from me. It didn't get to be my choice. Mm-hmm. And that's not something I don't want, I don't, I want to dwell on because if I dwell on it, I'll literally crumble. But it's something that I think about and I just feel sick to my stomach and I hope nobody else has to feel that way too, which I know people do. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's such a huge step in someone's life and for it to have not to be your choice first. Mm-hmm. Fucked, bro. It's fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm I'm strong. You are strong. You really do amaze me. You're very, very strong, and you're really good at protecting yourself. I love you. Thank you. And I really admire that about you. Thank you. The way you set boundaries and the way that you, like, make sure that you're taking time to take care of yourself and heal. Like, I was listening to you, Mira, when you said that, like, sometimes you look at yourself and you don't know, you don't see yourself anymore, and that's something that, honestly, I can't relate to because I at a young age uh, this has so much to do with my family and my culture mm-hmm. is that my parents raised me and when my something my mom told me all of the time was like you're Ananda you are who you are and you cannot forget that mm-hmm. and that was just like a, a sentence that she told me like throughout my life and she told me that like knowing Spanish and knowing English is always going to bring uniqueness to a situation And having an Ecuadorian father and having a U.S. American mother will always bring uniqueness to my situations in my life. Because that's not anything that somebody can take away from me. Mm -hmm. That is something that is already, that that is something that happened before I was born. That is something that brought me into my life. And in fourth grade, like, I talked about my dad being from Ecuador and he ended up getting picked to do that song. You know, and like, all of my life, I've been very lucky to have support and people like wanting to listen and hear about my life and my story and so I've always known who I who I am Mm -hmm. but I've I've wavered (laughs) absolutely I've wavered but I'm glad that like when I feel all these things that just like break me like I look at myself in the mirror and I feel like I hear I feel rocks on my shoulders and I I feel pressed down but I still feel like me and that's something that I'm really thankful for because I know that not everybody has that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I have that and how I've kept that, but I just have to roll with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I really admire that about you. And I always have. Sometimes I feel like it's luck. 
Sometimes I feel like I'm just lucky. No, I think it really has to do with your childhood. Yeah. And I think it also really has to do with the fact that you don't let people walk all over you. Yeah. I think that's a huge thing. And part of that is just, I mean, you know, it's kind of like nurture versus nature or whatever. Yeah. I think you have both, like, your nature is to be headstrong and put yourself first. I've been called an intense person, a loud person, all it's of so my life. It's so fucking annoying to me when people say those things yeah. about you because they say it as a bad thing. Yeah. Or as an annoying thing. Yeah. Or, like, as something you should be ashamed of or yeah. embarrassed of. And yeah. there's literally nothing wrong with who you are mm-hmm. and nothing wrong with the fact that you're always out there and the fact yeah. that you're always, like... I think I don't like the way that people call you intense yeah i think you're strong i think you're like you know where you stand always you know that you deserve to be in any room Mm -hmm. and i think that's incredible i think i'm too much woman for my boss at work because he always shushes me he's always like ananda you're talking so loud or he's always like ananda and like puts his hand down like i'm being too loud and i should like lower my voice and if a guy has your energy, he's charismatic. He's charismatic. He's charming. he's charming. And he, my boss legitimately sat me down at work and told me I was regressing because when I'm on the floor, I'm, like, talkative and, like, he thinks I'm not focused. And I'm like, guess what? I'm actually just being happy. And then the days that I'm quiet and focused, he asked me what's wrong. And I'm like, what do you want from me? Like, actually, what do you want from me? Because when I'm happy and I'm being myself, it's too much. And when I'm trying to, like hone it in and like be quiet and be professional at work I seem sad so I'm like you know what maybe you should just let me be and do my work because get because you know what he said to me while we had this conversation he was like I mean your serving's great like we have no complaints about that and I'm like so if I'm doing my job well what's the issue yeah what's the issue other than you not you're liking parts of exactly other than the fact that you're uncomfortable with who I am right bummer sorry get over yourself so many people love it <laughs> yeah. I love it yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I love smiling at work and making a joke and laughing. Yeah. That that brings me joy. Yeah, and you, there's nothing wrong with that. I think I... I don't know. I think... I make myself small for other people. Because I think I have too much empathy to a fault you are a very empathetic person and you're my, an empath my mom and my dad are both empaths in my opinion yeah absolutely and they raised me to put other people first and to be kind and mm-hmm. to be generous and to be see Mira, to be you're you're kind feel warm you're kind i would not describe that for a word for myself and it's good that we have all of that in the world, and that's why we really balance each other out. I agree. Because Mira puts me in check. She's like, Ananda, be nice. And I'm like, you're right, be nice, be nice, be nice, be nice. <laughs> and, like, you push me to protect myself. Yeah. I really, like, the last year of my life would not have, I wouldn't have made it through without you. Because you, you tell me how it is. Mm-hmm. And I give you every detail about everything. Mm-hmm. You know everything about my life. Mm-hmm. And so it... I trust your opinion so much because I know that when you tell me that I'm letting people walk all over me or that people are treating me unfairly, I know that you're right. Because I'm, I know I'm right too. Yeah. Because I'm like, this is not, like, I watch her struggle because I, I, I know it all. Like, y'all think you don't, you, th- you think I don't know, I know. <laughs> and I, I watch it and I get angry and I just sit in the car when we're driving and I'm listening to her tell me these stories and I'm just like fuming in the seat and I just want to like send them a message which I have sorry (laughs) and I just want to like (laughs) I can't handle it because I feel like you're like my baby bear cub and sometimes I'm your baby bear cub and that's what (laughs) I'm like the mom friend I'm like the responsible mom friend but like but, like, she's Mama Bear. I'm Mama Bear. And that's what I always... I, I love my mom and I call her a shark because she is a shark. Yeah. But sometimes I use that. And yeah. I'm like, it's good to be a shark woman it sometimes. Is. It is. And I think you're honestly someone who trains me to be that way. And my mom is too. My mom's a shark. Absolutely. She my is mom a is shark. incredible. Um, but I think, like, my family, like, my siblings and I, we've been brought up to be kind and respectful Mm -hmm. and generous Mm -hmm. and 
selfless to yep. others. And I love that about my family. Absolutely. But I took it to another level where I believed that putting yourself first sometimes was selfish. Yeah, because people told you it was. Right. Yeah. And adults in my life made me feel like who I was was bad. Mm-hmm. When I started going to fair and I started uncovering all these things about my personality and and I started realizing who I was and realizing growing into who I want to be. Yeah. I had so many prominent adults in my life pushing me down and telling me that I was too loud mm-hmm. that I should go like the fact that I wanted to go be loud and energetic and be in the center of everything going on and like be the person that how do I say it like they made you feel like it was problematic they made me feel like I was annoying like I was too much like I was and I think I've had so many instances in my life where people just tell me people treat me the same way they treat you where they tell me that I'm too much yep but you don't listen Mm-hmm. that's the difference you choose not to listen and I listen and I take it in and I I think that they're right and I mm-hmm. believe them and then I try to change myself and I've reinvented myself over and over and over again mm-hmm. throughout my life I had to reinvent myself when I went to Armstrong mm-hmm. because people didn't like how I was there mm-hmm. so I had to change and I had to change for my last relationship to be the person that he felt comfortable being with yeah and I had to change for the people in my life and then I had this happen to me, mm-hmm. and I didn't recognize myself. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to deal mm-hmm. with it. It felt like I had someone had just taken all the strength that I had away from me, and I thought I was prepared for that moment. I thought that I knew how I would handle a moment like that, and I knew that I'd be safe, and I'd be able to handle it. And then I wasn't. My mom has trained me to be safe, and then to realize that I'm not able to, to protect myself. Mm-hmm. It's so hard to look at yourself. It's so hard to look at your mom after that. Yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, it's a really good way to put it. I am a completely different person than I was before. Um, And I've been like seven people in the last year of my life, I feel like. I still think you're Mira. I think I'm more me right now mm-hmm. than I have been in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because I started setting boundaries and I started telling people like it is mm-hmm. and. And I started standing up for myself more and making sure that, like, I get up for sunrise. And Mm -hmm. I focus on the little things that make me so happy. And I spend time with the people who make me so happy. And I really appreciate that you have pushed me to heal and Mm -hmm. to be the best version of myself that I can be through putting myself first. I love you. I think that's really the point of this episode is that healing takes time. Mm-hmm. And really what it comes down to is you have to realize that you are so important and the most important person in your life. Yep. You should be the most important person in and your life. And you are the main character in your story. And I and that that sentence has carried with me a lot. Like mm-hmm. for example, it's helped me a lot with finding grace in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I expect these things, but I'm not the main person in his story. Mm-hmm. I and I shouldn't be. No, you shouldn't I really be. shouldn't be because if I am, then he's not happy. Right. And if he can say to me, no, I need to do this right now, and I'm like, that bugs me because i rather this happen. But that's not my choice. The thing is, there's 7 billion people in the world. You're not going to be a perfect match with everybody. Exactly. You're not going to have the same views or treat people the same way as yep. everybody, but you are going to – you're going to be very similar to some people. Yeah. And you're going to find those people who work with you. And, and just because it – just because it used to work with somebody doesn't mean it's always going to. Exactly. And just because you love someone doesn't mean you need to put up with their bullshit. And just because you want to put up with their bullshit or you choose not to put up with people treating you like shit doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just means that you aren't the type of people whose love languages match. Match. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't go for just relationships. That's friendships. Friendships, that's, yeah. That's everything, you know. Yeah. And I think what I've had to really realize in the last year of my life is nobody's a villain very yeah. very few people very few are villains people. very few people do anything with the intention to, to hurt, hurt you mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that things don't hurt but that doesn't make them bad people and i'm really working on not saying terrible things about people who hurt me i do lash out and act out of emotion and i'm trying to work on that i think you're doing a really good job thank you so thank you so much for listening we know that this is one of our heavier episodes so 
go take a bath. Give yourself some grace. Take a deep breath. Maybe go watch your favorite show after. I'm watching Private Practice right now, and it's pretty intense. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Sorry. <laughs> Shit's Creek is great, though. Shit's Creek is great. I'm watching The Manifest on Netflix. Terrible acting. Absolutely so cheesy, but I love it. I'm scared to watch it. I just... The first season's really good, and then the second season's been, like, a kind of a flop. Okay, shoot. Yeah. You know what's something on Netflix that you should actually watch that I really enjoyed? Mm. It's Teenage Bounty Hunters. You said you said this on, the, like, every episode. It's so good! It's so good! And, like, I just love the way that they talk to each other. It makes me... Le- you know, like, the small mannerisms of a mm. character that just makes you die? Mm-hmm. That's what I love about that show, because those characters are so fully developed... I love shows like that. Those characters are so fully developed and their intentions with each other are so freaking funny. I just suggest that you watch it. Maybe you'll hate it. I may. I don't know. Also, if you were a One Tree Hill fan, did you watch One Tree Hill? I never have watched it. Oh, I love it. But I watched 90210. So, One Tree Hill, the... So, the three of the actresses from it have a podcast now. (gasps) So, they're going through watching... Each episode, they're rewatching the show, and then each podcast episode goes with each episode. And they're like talking about what was going on in their lives at the time, like talking about how they felt, how it affected them, like what was really going on, and like oh my god, just discussing like the That's episode. That's super and cool. So I'm like wa- rewatching it with them, and like watching like the episode and then the podcast episode. Really, like, it's so fun. It's oh, I should watch. So that. if you were a One Tree Hill fan. Oh, uh, shoot. What's the podcast called? I think it's, like, Drama Queens or something like that. Oh, my gosh. With um, Peyton, Haley, and Brooke. So, after you listen to our podcast, you can go over there. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're interested in that, do it. Anyways. We love you. We love you so much. Thank you for listening to us and for always supporting us and for sometimes listening to us rant and then also listening to the good things and just always being there. We love you. Of course, before we leave... We're going to read you some Pinterest quotes that pertain to this episode. Mira, take us away. All right. Instead of calling yourself out on your bullshit or admitting your most toxic trait, I wonder how it would feel if you said, I went through some shit and this is how I adapted in order to survive. This is how I learned to get love in childhood. This is how I learned to get my, my needs met. And then extend compassion to those parts of you and thank your system for doing exactly what it needed to do to keep you alive. The first option creates shame that may keep us repeating the behaviors. The second actually empowers us to begin releasing them. I love that one. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post that. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely. That's a really good way to put it. I think that's a really good reminder for ourselves. Yeah. Mine is, healing is weird. Some days you're okay and you're doing just fine. Other days it still hurts like it's fresh. It's a process with no definitive time frame. You have to just keep going and know that when all is said and done, you're going to be okay. I have one more. We've lately been talking. We were talking about that quote, except the things are God yes, be the yes. and whatever. And I found one that said, I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. Wow. Way to like throw me through a loop. Send me that one. Read it again. Read it again. Read it again. I'm no longer accepting the things I cannot change. I'm changing the things I cannot accept. like that mm-hmm. let that swim around in your that brain. one is really <laughs> gonna cause some damage <laughs> no no that's really good mira see a shift in my perspective mm-hmm. so with that we love you so much thank you so much for listening take care of yourself we love you give yourself some grace and wake up at 4 30 for the sunrise okay it's literally so worth it mira mira's so telling you it. that it's worth it and It's going to be great. And I'm a Taurus. I love sleep. Oh, yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, girl. Okay, we love you. Bye. Bye.